The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with a second-time guest, Marie Jed. She started Marie's Promise Clean Home in 2020, uh, serving the residents of Chester County, Pennsylvania. Uh, we had her on before because she came to one of our very, very few live events, uh, probably the one we've done last three, four years, and um, really had some pretty exciting transformations over the next couple of weeks. So if you want to hear about those, uh, we'll try and link to the show notes, uh, link to that episode in the show notes, or you can just search Grow My Cleaning Company Podcast, Marie Jed Guest, and it'll probably come up as well. Um, today, we want to talk about, she has been traveling a ton, and I think, I'll let her speak for herself, but I think it's something she probably wouldn't have been able to do or would have been pretty traumatic earlier. And my favorite part is, A, she traveled a ton and her company ran without her. B, it was from what she tells me, and I've not heard the story yet, not all peaches and cream. So I don't want to have like just a pretty generic, everything's great. I just travel the world and do nothing. But I do want to give you some hope of I can travel and my business can be okay. You just kind of have a discussion about the goods and the bads. So that said, Marie, um, A, if I've missed anything or said anything wasn't true, please correct me. B, if not, I would love to just hear kind of how much you traveled this year, what you did to, and you can answer this in any order, kind of what you did to prepare. So what it felt like beforehand, like the stress, the excitement, that is this going to work? And then the reality of the day to day, like I'm sure there were some highs where you're like, I can't believe I'm across the world and my company's sending me checks. And I'm sure there were some lows going, I can't believe I'm across the world and have to deal with the crap that my company's dealing with when I just want to be with my family. So the floor is yours. I uh, can't wait to hear the whole thing. Thanks for having me back. Um, it, it was exactly as you said. Um, I did travel a lot this past year, and it was amazing. However, it was not all perfect. It was not all, um, you know, rainbows and un unicorns. Um, but my first trip actually last year was to your live event in April. I did not travel anywhere January, February, March. In April, I went to your live event. And since then, I traveled pretty much every month for the rest of the year. So, um, yeah, a lot of changes that I put in place um, that I already mentioned in, in my previous uh, podcast with you. Um, just the structure of um, um, of my company, uh, being able to thin slice the duties uh, allowed me to actually step away. Not only step away from the cleaning, but also a lot of the day-to-day Big tasks where before I went to the live event, I felt like maybe I could technically afford to go somewhere because I don't have a boss to ask, you know, for time off. But I really couldn't bring myself to doing it because I felt like I had to be here. I either had to clean or I had to take care of all the scheduling. I had to supervise everybody. It just would not function without me was was uh, how I was feeling. And I just, I was too afraid to step away. So I didn't go. I just was hoping for one day, you know, one day I'll be able to go again. And then um, ever since I went to your live event, it was a trip uh, every month. Mm. Yeah. So a couple of things. One, what Marie said is so true. Guys, gals, if you're out there 
and it doesn't have to be unable to travel. It can be cleaning too much. It can be working 60 hours a week. It can be being stuck at revenue, not being able to change, you know, get, you know, grow. It can be um, not making enough profit. The most insidious lie we tell ourselves is it'll just get better someday. And when we go, why, why would you think that? And the most common answer hands down is because it has to but it doesn't, right? And it won't, <laughs> there's no, you know, the universe isn't fair. So I just want to encourage all of you, if you're not getting the result you want, whether it's travel or otherwise, just that like, it's got to get better because I can't imagine it going this way. Is like, it doesn't have to get better. The world doesn't, you know, I would, you know, I can't imagine not being elite cheeseburgers and, and, you know, it's not fair that, you know, I can't have a six pack and do that. It's like, well, but that's how the world works. So just want to encourage you if you are good news is you can do something. And oftentimes the thing that you do is much less painful than you think it's going to be and way less painful than the slow death of, you know, not having life that you want. So just want to encourage you, you've got your life in your hands, you can do stuff, but that lie of it'll just get better because it has to, or hopefully it'll get better. It'll eat you alive day by day. Okay. So I love the fear of not the fear, but the honesty of like, I was wanted to go and I was afraid what, and I know you talked about this a little in the last podcast, but what were the one or two, if you can, big changes that made you believe? And we're going to talk about if you actually could, like when you left, did that you come back and the employees are in a parking lot? So we'll talk about what actually happened. But before we even get there, what made you believe? Like go from, I've got a gut feeling if I leave, this whole thing's going to crumble to, okay, I think I can do this. Just the systems that I put in place um, as far as hiring. I was not the only one suddenly who could hire someone. You taught me that my employees can can hire other employees, which actually happened while I was on one of my vacations uh, last year. I did not meet this person until they were actually in training, which was amazing. And he's still with us and he's one of the best that, that we have. Mm -hmm. So um, I did not have to put hiring on hold. Um, hiring is happening whether I go to do these interviews every week or not. Sometimes I take an employee with me. Sometimes they go without me. Um, it's just always happening. So that's one major thing. Um, also hiring a scheduler would really allowed me to not stress the daily. Uh, what if someone calls out? What do we do? Like uh, there's just policies in place and a person in place that can take care of this for me. Um, so that was like the biggest relief having this. It seems like a, such a small, you know, couple hours a day part-time position, but it's like crucial for basically running my whole, my whole business day to day. Hmm. I love that. So super helpful guys, gals, if you're like, well, what, what would be in, not that Marie's experience is universal, but I found those are pretty good ones that hiring can continue happening while you're gone bonus would be sales could continue happening while you're gone more for residential and commercial but not a depending on how long you want to go not a requirement just super nice and then scheduling certainly is the last thing you want to take on your vacation certainly if you're changing time zones because that can really get hairy okay so let's talk about um you had posted a now i, I pulled it up uh i guess so you posted on facebook and Lindsay took a screenshot and sent it to me so i'm just going to read the trips that marie took in 2023 we're recording this 20 uh, january 2024 so um 
And then we'll let you, I'd love just to hear the good and the bad, right? Don't, no filters of like, oh, we got to make it sound like everything's great. And there's just like, no, like there's, it's a life. We're business owners, man. There was definitely some good. And I'm sure the good was as good or better than you thought it was going to be. And I'm sure there's some bad. They're like, I really could have done without. So we hear both, but here's just a quick itinerary. April was Scottsdale. May was New York. June was Seattle. July was New Haven, Connecticut and New York City and Cape Cod and Nantucket. August was Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. October was Scottsdale and Phoenix, Grand Canyon and Las Vegas. And December was Prague um, with a big heart by it. So I don't know why Prague gets a heart and the rest of us can all just kiss off. How long was that? Was that the like how long was those average two or three days a week or two? Like give us some of the, you know, durations. So um, on most of them were like five day trips a week. Uh, December was three weeks uh, in Prague because that is my uh, hometown. So that's why it has a heart. Um, but yeah, some most of these were about a week. Um, some of them were your live events, but um, I always book a couple of days extra. I like to stay in those locations and get to get to explore the city while I'm already flying out there. Why not? Um, but yeah, the first if I even if I look at it the way it went, the first one is while I was in Scottsdale for your live event, I had no systems in place. So while I was there, no one was answering the phones, no one was hiring, no one could, you know, um, take care of the schedule. So I was stressed while we were like sitting in the you know, in the co- coaching classes during the day at night, <laughs> I was like catching up on all my texts and emails. I'm like, okay, well, I missed all these phone calls, you know, by the next live event, I already had an answering service. I didn't have mm. to answer those phone calls. And um, I think I already had the uh, scheduler two by that time. But yeah, like every trip that I took, I had more in place where I could just go for three weeks in December. And I was in Europe. I was, you know, in, in a completely different time zone. So like I even if I wanted to answer the phones, I wouldn't be able to because <laughs> I'm just not awake at those yeah, hours. Sleep, yeah. Um but yeah, of course, I mean, being gone for 3 weeks and I had maybe what 10 employees back in December, we're up to 12 right now. Um you still are managing 10 people. So things are going to happen. People call out, you know, it's the winter. So people get sick and it's snowing and stuff like that. So there were definitely, you know, some hiccups, but again, having that scheduler. And even though like sometimes she had to check in with me and ask, you know, Hey, is this okay? I handle it this way. I was able to enjoy the time there, even though it was not like completely I could just disconnect for three weeks and like pretend like I don't have a business. That's not, that's not how it is. Yeah. And cleaning nation, just to be, I want to be completely transparent. If ever you've listened to the podcast and heard, we can help you run a business with zero hours a week. And like, it just like completely passive, like even real estate, which we own, even real estate with a, a property manager, which we own, like you still have to file taxes on it. And there's still have to make like, it's not zero is really hard to get to, but zero to 10 hours a week, depending on the week, like a thousand percent easier to get to than I want to do literally nothing. So give us this, if you would. And I love, by the way, the, like if every trip was about five days, that's about a work week. So it's like every month you kind of took a week off. And then in December, you're like, I'll do the opposite. I will take a work one week. <laughs> you went from taking, from taking no time. Like I'll take about a week, a work week off, you know, a month to I'll see if I can work just one week. And we're, 
we'll start with the easy ones, like the little five day trips. Did those go, what was the best part about them? We we're like, oh, this is kind of a little maybe surprise and delight that you didn't see. Like this was easier than I thought. And then if there was a surprise or a hiccup or the worst part or like the, like, ah, the, the part that didn't say, give us what the, the five days look like before we jump into three weeks. Hey, new friend, love that you are here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you wanna say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on, we'll see you there. The hiccup was probably just taking that first trip and not having anything in place and not answering phone calls. And like, I'm like, I just, I have to go. Like, no matter what happens here, I'm going to go and then I'll deal with it later. And when I came back, I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I missed all these calls and, uh, you know, it's gone. <laughs> Whatever. Focus on the next one. So um, by the next one, even having that answering service in place before I even had a scheduler already helped me because they were able to take a message and at least let me know like which calls were urgent, which ones were just like a stupid sales call or whatever. Um, so just slowly adding in everything that you teach made each trip a little easier. Uh, like I said, by the August trip, you know, my uh, my employees, while I was in the Dominican Republic, they hired the employee that I never met until I came back. Um, so like every trip just felt like it's getting easier and easier and like more. Um, I felt more secure that uh, the systems are working. You know? I think part of that's the systems and part of that's just you there's a difference between being on a building and jumping onto a trampoline and like in your mind, knowing it's going to catch you and bounce you and you're not going to get hurt. And then, you know, maybe the first time you do it, it's still a little scary. And the third time it's not quite as terrifying, but it's scary. And by the 39th time you're like, Oh, I, I could do it with no, no feelings whatsoever. So I'm guessing it was a combination of your systems were incrementally improving. Your experience was incrementally improving and probably just your confidence as an owner and in your team, more importantly, was improving. Is that fair? Or am I mischaracterizing? Yes. And also what helped um, when I first hired that um, scheduler, I told everybody like everything, every communication goes through her. Right. But of course, like the employees kind of break those rules at first and they still keep texting you like, hey, tomorrow I need this and that. Like the longer I kept saying, no, like text Grace, I don't want to know about this. You text her. Um, every trip they realized that like, I'm not getting back to them. They started getting used to like, oh, okay, I actually have to go through this other person. They never text me anymore. It's amazing, you know? It's, you're so, so man, there's so much I wanna say. There's like three things that I don't wanna forget any. So on that first trip, Marie, when you, two things happened that I, I love that I think Clean Nation, because part of this is gonna sting because people go, well, I don't have those systems and processes. So it isn't helpful. And hopefully you're hearing scheduler answering service. Like we're trying to give you as much as we can in a 20 minute podcast, but, the first thing is that was is really impressive, Marie. One of the things I love about you is you're like, I just have to do this. Like it wasn't even a vacation. Like I need a vacation, which you probably did, but just that same thing we talked about. You played that game with yourself of hopefully it'll just get better. And it wasn't. So even had the the trip you came out to our event not been as as awesome as it was, 
at least should have gone down swinging. I'll still take that as a win of, well, I tried something and you put, and say it went terrible. Well, then you would have learned something not to, you, you would have, you, it would have been impossible for you to learn nothing, right? Like it happened mm -hmm. to be like, oh my God, this happened to be exactly what I needed. But even if it wasn't, I would advocate the time and money would still be worth it. Cause you're like, okay, now, cause you can't steer a parked car. So even if you're going the exact wrong direction, you don't know you're going the wrong direction until you start accelerating, then you can realize it and turn around. So, Again, I'm so glad that the the event worked out so well for you and everyone at that. That was a great event. But even if it hadn't, I still would consider it a win because you can control it. And so I'm not going to go down not fighting. Like, that's just not you. You're like, I'll swing. I'll take, I gotta, I got to. So one, I just love the, it's enough. I know there's going to be consequences. I won't have, the, but the, I know the consequence of doing nothing or living this life forever. And that, I'm, I'm not going to take that consequence. I'll take any other consequence than that. So that's just a big girl move. The second thing is, I love when you got back and this is, I've had this experience myself so many times. We tell ourselves a story of the nightmare it's going to be. And we get back and part of it is like, yep, there's a hundred messages waiting. And you know, she's like, and there were some people I probably could have sold if I were there and I didn't, and I'll never be able to sell them. It's like, okay, so maybe you lost 830 bucks of recurring revenue a month that you'll never get back. <laughs> so just kind of the, A, I did it and just said, I'm going to pay the price and then be coming back and go, you know what? The price wasn't zero. Like that's for sure. But it wasn't this incalculable thing. You're like, yeah, I guess that'll just be that. And maybe a customer got pissed and maybe an employee did that and maybe you missed the sale. And it's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, if that's the price, you know, we, we kind of like, I want everything to change. I don't want to pay any price. It's like, <laughs> that's going to work. And it just, I'm, I'm glad that you did it. And I'm glad that you came back and it sounds like, and I'll put words in your mouth, like, yeah, it's kind of, there was some suckage about it, but not anywhere. I'm sure your imagination and your fears were wildly outsized compared to the actual, like, I'm guessing by Wednesday, if we came back on a Monday, I'm guessing by Wednesday, you're like, yeah, I'm all caught up. It's fine. Fair or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, just like you said, like, if you don't make any changes, nothing's going to change. You know, you can't expect stuff to change if you don't take any action. So um, if I just waited until stuff got better, you know, to take my trip, I don't know if I would have taken any trips, you know, I just knew I'm going to have to give up some stuff, but, um, it was worth it to me. Yeah. It's weird. I think we want, and this is something I'm guilty of. I'm a very black and white thinker, which in some aspects of life can be very helpful. I think Marie's a little bit like that too. Um, but in other aspects, it's not helpful. So I think COVID is a perfect example and without getting political you know with all the shutdowns and stuff um you know i'm not smart enough to know if that was good or bad or if there should have been more or less don't know any of that stuff what i do know and it's very frustrating is nobody really counted or seemed to talk about the cost of shutting down so it's okay to go hey if we keep things open we believe this many people are going to die whether that's true or not don't know but it's fair to say you know if we keep things open x will die and if we shut things down X minus some amount will buy. Okay. That's a big deal. Like that, I'm not saying that's nothing, but it's like, well, kids were at home and, you know, child abuse went up and suicide went up and bankruptcy went up and divorce went like a lot of other bad stuff happened too. And I'm not, I'm not again, smart enough to go. It was worth it or not. I don't know. We'll leave that to the politicians, but I am frustrated that nobody talked about it and nobody said, can we talk about the cost of both things? Not just one. So I think the same thing when we want to travel, even to an event to work on your business and the cost is not being able to work in your business for a week or however long you choose to go. We only focus on the cost of leaving without going, I know, but what's the cost of staying? <laughs> like, like there's gotta be that. So there's, it's a nuanced conversation. It's not black and white. If I leave my business, it'll either be okay or it'll be terror. It'll be, it'll be a train wreck. Like, 
there's a lot of truth in the middle of those. That's probably much more reality. If I leave my business, some things will happen that will feel uncomfortable in the moment. And looking back a week or a month later, I probably won't even remember them. But certainly what you learned because you're working on your business, you learn, you remember, but even talk about Connecticut or Cape, you know, Cape Cod, I guarantee you the garbage that went on in your business that you had to deal with when you came back. If I asked for a detailed agenda of that, you wouldn't be able to produce it. But if I said, tell me about Cape Cod, that's the memory you'll be able to share with me and with your family for, for years. So, um, all right, we're kind of running over time, but this is such a big one because so many people want this and so few people get it. So give, I'll let you close with the best part. Like this, there's a part of it that was even better than I thought it was going to be, you know, like, cause there's always the, I always tell people from my experience, success, not just traveling, but success is whatever price you think you're going to pay in time and money, just 10 exit. But for me, whatever quality of life you think is going to be better, 100 exit. So like it does, it is harder than you think it's going to be. It costs more. It sucks more. Everything sucks. There's a reason so few people are successful entrepreneurs that live this crazy life of I can do whatever I want. Um, but for me, in my experience, the benefit is way, you know, so it's, it's, it costs more, but the, the, the price of admission is, is well worth it. So for you, what was the unexpected, like, this is even better than I thought it was going to be. And what was the unexpected, like, you know, I knew I, in my mind, I anticipated all these terrible things going wrong and some didn't, some didn't, but here's one I didn't even see. <laughs> Here was a surprise thing that went wrong. I'm like, whoa, that didn't feel great. So give me the kind of the, the best thing that happened that you didn't expect and the worst thing that you didn't expect on any and all of these trips. Um, on the trips, huh? Okay. Um, well, best thing, best thing was definitely just not, not worrying really too much about what's happening over here mm -hmm. obviously um just being able so to you were able to be present and i'm sure you had thoughts and there was some worry but over overwhelmingly like you were present with who you were at and not like this nagging feeling of a leash yes especially the the shorter trips so i was like whatever you know it's a couple of days i can deal with it when i come back the, the longer trip for three weeks of course i had to deal with some things while i was there but also it's not like a I was on vacation and I wanted to, you know, enjoy the city every day. I was at home with my family. So sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm going to take an hour and go work, you know, but. Um, but still, that's very different from most people's experience of I went on a vacation and I stayed, but I just worked the whole time. So I really just work from a different location. Wildly different than, yeah, there's a time when my family's having fun. And I just wanted to relax all day and I had been relaxing all day, but I'm like, I need to go be on the Internet or on my computer, answer me, whatever you need for an hour. Very, very better than, you know, obviously it'd be nice if we didn't have to do that at all, but way better than I was working the whole time and I was, my body was there, but I wasn't really there, which it doesn't sound I didn't like even work true. every day, but every now and then I took, took a little bit of time, replied to all the emails that I had to reply to, you know, it was also the end of the year. So some compliance paperwork comes in your mail and all of that. So yes, you still have to do the boring admin work that um, I haven't handed off to someone else yet, but um, yeah, that was um uh, Magic work, by the way, I haven't handed it off to someone else yet. Yeah. I was hoping when you said that I was waiting for, I'm like, come on, Marie, don't let me down girlfriend yet. That's all. That's all I could ever ask for. Okay. So the surprise on the good side was, man, I was really able to disconnect and my work wasn't zero, but it was, you know, an hour every two or three days, very different than 30, 40 hours a week on vacation with huge air quotes, which isn't really a vacation. What was the, uh, any nasty surprises or something came up? You're like, wow, I, I didn't think this was going to be hard or a pain or I wouldn't like it, but here we are. I don't even know if there was something that 
went that wrong that surprised me. I don't know, just to... Um, and if there was anything, you don't have to make it up. I'm just giving you the opportunity, certainly, to share the good and the bad. I don't think there was anything bad about it. Like I said, you know, minor things, like whatever. Two people happened to call out one day because they were sick. So, you know, we might have to reschedule a cleaning today. So um, it sounds like your good and your bad were the same. The best yeah. part was you only had to work an hour every day or two or three. The worst part is you had to work an hour every day or two or three. Is that a, I don't want to put words yeah. in your mouth. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I okay. would say so. So to the vast majority of listeners out there that now hate you and maybe me by association because they're not living that life. <laughs> they want that life <laughs> so we can make them like us again. What would you say just, and this is how we'll end. They, if they were talking to you one-on-one and they reach out to you and you're on a Zoom call with them and, and they're like, just how do I get from either I, I can't go on vacation or I go on vacation and my family hates me and I hate me because all I do is work. What would be kind of the one concrete, if anything, like what would be your encouragement of how to at least take a step, right? Obviously we've been working together for a while. You can't in one sentence say, here's how to get it all, but just what would be the first step? I feel like a lot of people are afraid um, to let go. I feel mm -hmm. like they, they feel like only they can do all the work mm -hmm. and no one else can do it as, as good as they can. Which is true. No one will care about about your business as much as you do. But you know what? Like eighty percent will do while you're gone. If you're willing to take that, then you can have some freedom. So that's what it is for me. I just I had to learn to let go and not to want to control every single little thing, and just hand it off to other people and trust that other people will run it. You know, almost as good as I will. And. If Marie's got 12 people on her team, 80% of times 12 is still a crap ton more than 110% times one like of Marie. So, and that works guys and gals, not just for traveling, but for cleaning. There's a lot of my customers will only tolerate me. And yet here Marie is with clients getting not her. And I'm sure when she was cleaning, they preferred her and liked her and blah, 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 blah. And she had the same fears and same whatever. So that um, axiom of, having to let go of control is at every level of growth, right? Like first you do everything. It's like, oh, then I, you hire a cleaner and then that's the thing. And then you hire some administrative people to do scheduling or to talk to the clients and then you hire a salesperson and then you hire management. So instead of you talking to all the team, you talk to a management team and they talk to the team and you just kind of, each one is a level of leverage that you can imply. All right. Um, Thank you so much for contributing your time. Uh, I was going to say, I know you're busy, but I don't think you are. Like you had nowhere to be. But I just we came back from the gym. I'm not sure what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> okay. In that case, I was glad I could have an hour, half hour of your day. Like, oh, I got to be here. I got to do this thing. Give you a little bit of, uh, of work. Um, thanks for sharing so much. Cleaning Nation, if you um, are in that spot, if you're like, I'm not wanting what I want and I want something different, please, 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 please. Don't just hit next podcast and listen because the podcasts are great. They feel good. You can listen and do nothing. And the best way to just feel like you're doing something about your business and not make a single change. If you actually want to make a change, do something today. If you think Marie or not Marie, she's great, but I'm full of crap. Fine. Don't call me. Call somebody. So if you think we can help, just go to growingcleancover.com, reach out somehow. We'll sort you out. Um, if you don't, we're not your bag of rocks, find somebody, do something. But if you are just like, 
it'll get better on its own. It won't. And believe it or not, having done this for a decade, best case is actually it stays the same. Oftentimes it gets worse. And the problem is people wait till it gets worse and then they call us. And it's like, why didn't you call us when it was just bad, not a dumpster fire? And they're like, because I needed that much pain before it was worth it. So you can wait for the pain. <laughs> it's not going to help. Do something different. Uh, GrowMyCleanCompany.com. Check it out now. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.